Amen. It's amazing that four days have run so fast. I, had, I, I, mean, I was looking forward to enjoying myself for many, many days. And, and suddenly, here we are at the final session. Wow. Wow. But it's been good. It's been fantastic. We've had many, many fantastic times. We had fantastic words. Some sweet, some peppery, some hot. But each was beneficial to us. And uh, each one has, is working some good within us. The sound is changing. Uh-huh. Um, and tell someone that this is just the beginning. One day, a certain man was walking along the beach. Then he, he saw the sun very low in the sky. Then he was thinking, is it sunrise or sunset? Because he was in an unfamiliar place. He was in a, a new territory. And he was wondering, is it sunrise? Is the sun going down or is now coming up? I'm not sure whether I'm facing east or I'm facing west. So he was a bit confused. And as he was thinking, is it sunrise or sunset? Then somebody just appeared walking by him. And when he looked, it was Jesus. May you have an experience like that. Then he asked him, I mean, and Jesus answered him because he knows, tell somebody, you better think correctly. Because Jesus knows your thoughts. I mean, he knew their thoughts. He constantly knows our thoughts. So he knew what he was thinking. And as the man was, as he drew near to him, then he said, it is both. It is both. Because everywhere there's a sunset, in another place there's a sunrise. So everywhere things are ending, in another place they are starting. So this, this evening, as this conference begins to end, a new chapter in your life is beginning to start. As we are going away from here to practice leaders and loyalty in our lives and our ministries we have gotten points and understanding and other um, revelations a new life a new phase of your church is starting this very day and this Sunday is the first Sunday of the rest of your life and the beginning of a mega church in your area Amen it will be a sweet season you will begin to enjoy church again no longer as you are going to church you are expecting five people and two are quarreling with you no longer will you have a choir of two girls one is pregnant one is not pregnant but you will begin to enjoy church once again somebody you are beginning to become a bit discouraged because I dare no enko ye everything is uphill you are pushing and pushing but it's not moving i tell you it's about to move right now it's about to move right now because 
we are changing. Any big church you see anywhere, when you see that big church, know that the man who built that big church, the power behind that big church is the same power behind you. The strength, the wisdom, the everything that went into that big church, the same source is with you. So any big church you see anywhere, you must think, I can have the same. I can have the same. And as we leave, prepare to... We're not leaving yet. That's something we're not leaving yet. But as we prepare our, our final session, it is just the beginning of the best year of your ministry. It is the beginning... Look, tell somebody you are going to be happier than ever before. Your glory is about to start. Your greatness is around the corner. You will be the biggest pastor in your town. I said your church will be the biggest church in your town. You will have the best choir in the area. Your ushers are the ones who come and look for when any occasion is happening. The most disciplined, the most dressed, the most educated. Your church is about to change. In the name of Jesus. Simply because we are changing. Yeah. We are changing. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for whatever you have placed in our hearts. It is that which we need. Whatever you have placed in our hands, it is that which we need. Thank you for bringing us to this point and every word placed in our hands in our heads in our hearts let us be transformed let us be transformed to become that person, that minister that you want us to be in Jesus mighty name may all the saints say amen put your hands together and you may be seated. Just for the next few minutes, I just want to share two things. Just two, two topics. Touch on two things. Then we can go out and practice all the many, many things that we have heard. Hallelujah. Amen. Madam... When you hear something like this, are, are you listening to me? When you hear something like this, the match is over. And the scores were 4-3. What comes to your mind? What comes to your mind? 4-3. What, what, what comes to your mind? Four three. Many many goals were scored. What game was played? Pardon, what game was it? Football match. When you hear four three, football match. Okay. When you hear the match is over and the scores are 
7388. Not football. But I remember in football match, there was 11 something. There was a match like that. 11 something. So when you hear 7382, what comes to mind? Okay. When there's a match going on, then you hear the score. 30 love. You don't know things. <laughs> you don't know things. 30 love. Tennis. Yeah, tennis. Oh, I know tennis. So they are playing a game. And the scores are 13 14. 13 14. Table tennis. Table tennis. Yeah. Or, or it's not. Okay, let's change. When you hear there are two brothers, one is six three, the other is six four. Where do they come from? Where where do they come from? Huh? America or Sudan? Or Mali, or Burkina Faso, oh, yeah, not Kumasi. Oh, not Kumasi. Two brothers. One is five four. One is five three. Where did they come from? Here. Why? It's because every activity, every sport, everything that has to do with people, it has numbers that go with it. And these numbers are characteristic of that thing. And when you hear a football match 11-10, it is unusual. That's why you have to we can remember how many years ago and you know which particular match it was because it is not normal to have such figures and when you hear of such figures 6263 I mean there are some Ghanaians 6263 but it's not normal it's, it is unusual to hear of people born in Kumasi mother from uh, um, and father from Way. It is, and then there are six, seven, and no. it, it, but it's possible. But it's possible. Just like there's a basketball player, he's five seven or five four. Yeah, but he's a superstar. So you have all these occasional people who are outside the norm for that particular activity. But generally, whenever there is any activity 
there are some figures that go with it is that correct you understand what i'm saying so when it comes to the church when it comes to the church right now we see a wide range of figures that are i mean ask your neighbor are you a pastor and on top of the basket are you a pastor or are you in a church ask him how big is your church and, and, and you hear a lot of figures some are 18 17 22 33 44 55 66 it's a wide range of of figures that that we hear you know we, we i mean and and these are the figures that we have we hear all the time but how how should a church be how should a church be and anytime it comes to the church um, do not make a mistake and look around you at men because men are not the originators of church you know in the same way one of the activities in life that you are, if you are considering do not look at men is marriage marriage is God's idea it is God who first thought that it is not good for a man to be alone and so when God made men God made men engineered and programmed to have one woman by their side but men have changed it and so you find a man with another man by his side or you find a man with three women by his side all because the man didn't take one woman to put her by his side. Ask a man nearby, are you married? Excuse me, sir. Tap a young man, ask him, are you married? Do you know you are going against the word of God? No, no, ask a man nearby, do you know? You see, many things we think that, oh, it's, it's, it's my opinion, it's my choice. But do you know you are going against what God's biblical principles that it is not good for the man to be alone? I ask, uh, excuse me, Mr. Man, please. When will you obey God? Oh, please tap your neighbor, ask you, excuse me, Mr. Man. When will you obey God? Hallelujah. If you are in this environment and you look around, you will not be inspired to marry. Many young men, I don't know why I came here. Many young men, many young men, I know Harry to marry. And and you see, I, I told them, I think on Tuesday, if you are a pastor, you are working in a church and you are in no hurry to marry, you are digging in trouble for yourself. Because the church is full of beautiful women. 
I mean, on the left, there are beautiful women. On the right, there are women. In front of us, there are women. Behind us, over us, and even under us. Hey, hey. There are women everywhere. I said, they are everywhere. In church, some are tall, some are short. Some are slim, some are not slim. Some are dark, some are fair. But they are there. Unless you close your eyes. Even when we say watch and pray, they open one eye. You know, it's, it's, tell somebody it is dangerous to be a single man working actively in church. What? I'm leaving soon, but one last comment. One thing that I have heard, and now I know that is very true. If there is, I, I don't, I, you know, see, some men don't plan to marry. I, I don't know what reason, but I mean, they are looking or they are, they are watch. I, I don't know. If there, is, if you are a man in church. And there is there are ladies around you, and they are working for the Lord. One thing I have come to see: service makes people beautiful. It makes people beautiful. So any anybody working in church, working, he becomes beautiful, or, or she becomes. Beautiful. So if you are a man and you are in church, you are working, and there are ladies around you, and they are working, your hearts, I say your hearts will be drawn almost against your will to love somebody. And and, and before you are aware you have loved somebody. May you marry quickly. I said, may, may, may you see, and, and I, I told them, marry somebody. I said, marry somebody. Do you know something? You can propose before I leave this place. I, I, I said, I've said it. You can't. Look, any. Listen, listen, listen. Any man. Uh, Look, you can stand Friday, not Friday afternoon. Sit down, sit down. Any man who is here is correct. Any woman who is here is correct. Propose somebody. I said, yeah. Once you are here, once you have come to this gathering, you can. It, it can work. You know something? Those who are standing there are married. I wonder why. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are proposing for somebody. You are helping somebody propose. My, my instrumentalist. Just pray for them. Hallelujah. But as I was saying, when it comes to many things find out what is God's mind what is 
not what men do or what men are doing what is god's mind what is god's standard and when it comes to churches don't don't look around at the churches around you you'll be deceived don't consider what you see in the area where you are you'll be deceived because men have their way of doing things but the one who made it he made it with a plan and so the one who made churches god he must have in his mind a picture of what he thinks a church is that is why we are here this evening what is what should we expect when we are doing churches what what should we expect if you are coming to marian ashanti man what should you expect i mean yeah what should you expect you should expect expect something yeah and when you are no wonder we don't know but so when they say oh he's coming he's from kumasi then you know what to expect okay so that the churches that are in the bible what what they were you see in the bible you read basically about two types of, of, of churches basically two types you know and and one type is is the churches that are found in a certain place let us you know and when it comes to the beginning of the church is the book of acts that we go to that is where the church began and took off so the book of acts is the, is the best place where we want to go so acts chapter 12 and, and verse 12 let, let's see what it says acts chapter 12 you know, how how a church takes takes off and it says this is peter when he had considered the thing he came to the house of mary the mother of john whose surname was mark where many were gathered together praying many were gathered together praying at, at a house of of somebody's house acts 2020 acts 2020 and how i kept back nothing that was profitable unto you but have shown you and have taught you publicly and from house to house so so a, a church one one identifiable size description of a church is a church in a house a church in a house and this is the place where people live i mean most houses are of an average size or is not true some are small some are big there's one house 27 stories but it's not normal for somebody it's not normal what 27 stories when you're going to the bathroom you have to go two stories to go and bath no a house size church and how many people can you fit in a house 10 20 if you squeeze 30 take away the chairs and use the floor 35 force some are standing maybe you can get 40 and these are house size churches which which are, are 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 being done in private places this is the beginning the beginnings of a church you know and, and paul says something that a church um he has taught you first of all publicly and and secondly from house to house so there's the house size church 
and, and then there's the public. Are, are you here? The public size church. The one that is not, you know, a, a home is a private property. Oh, you didn't know that. A home is not a public place. It's a private place. When you're in your house and you shut the door, you are there alone with your wife. You can dress anyhow in your house. You can dress or undress, wear cloth, do your hair, tie duku, take the wig off, be free, wear no brazier, wear brazier. At, at home, you are free. Or it's not true. Yeah, you can wear any shorts. You can wear mini skirt in your house. Hey, you can wear 90 at 11 in the morning. It's not a problem. You are free. Why? It's your home. Yeah. But when you step out of your house, you're in a public place. You, you cannot dress anyhow. You cannot wear anything. If you haven't done your hair, you must do your hair before you step. And, and the women, they know this automatically. When they're in the house, they don't do anything. But when they are about to go, then they sit down at the mirror. And they take their time. Then they apply the layers and the, and the colors. Layers and colors. But, but, but we like it. Or we don't like it. We like it. I Me, mean, I like red lipstick. I was here. Look, I took my red fingernails, red lipstick. I told her. I don't like blue and green but we like the colors and when you leave your house you are now in a public place so there is a church that is fitted for the private places and there is also a church that is fitted for the public places but do you know what is happening now in our time we have taken the churches from their private places and gone public with them it, you know it's that, that is how come we see people that are dressed in a certain way and you are not happy the dress is too short the the, bra, the 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 front is too low the back is empty i mean <laughs> you can't dress that at home i mean my, my wife is she's here but you can you can wear anything you like at home you can wear it or you can't how many men like their wives to wear short things at home see they are quiet I mean when, when your wives wear short things at home yeah, we are happy yeah so long as it's at home it's at home and in fact even, not even the whole house parts of the house not the whole house. But there will be others in the house too. So there are, there are private things that you can wear privately and they, they are okay privately. I mean, many men in your house, you can take off your shirts and, and free your chest, no matter how big or small. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's your chest. It's your house. And you can wear your chest in your house. Oh, it's not true. I mean, you're a man on your stomach. I'll be six or no pack or whatever. You're, you're in your house and you're in your bedroom. You are, I mean, see, that was the 
problem that Ham didn't understand. A man is allowed to be himself in his chamber. You're allowed. You're, you're allowed to even wear open breast, open chest, male or female. You're allowed in your house. You are allowed to walk around and be bouncing around in your house. You are allowed. Why, yeah, why not? But don't take it out. But don't do what? Take it out. What happens when you take it out? You are out of order. You are out of order. What, what is happening now in the natural and in the spirit is more and more people are taking private things out. They are taking things that should not be seen publicly. They are privately. You are taking them out. Many women take their private parts out for public consumption. They take... They, they, I mean, these are... They, I mean, tell somebody who made breasts. Ask about who made breasts. God made them. And where they are, you can't hide them. Or you can hide them. They are not made to be hidden. They are there. In, in, in front of you. As you walk, they come before you come. But they are for public... Therefore, private viewing. It is when private things go out that they, they fall out of order. You know, many churches, in the church, there is a home church. There is a place where the church of 30 is very big. Yeah, because the room is small. And they are standing and they are crossing, they are, they are squeezing. There's a place where a church of 25, it fits well. So all those things work perfectly. But they are a, a, a house church. There's the public place. In the public. When the house thing goes public, it, it falls out of order. So, in the public, what, what church do you have? Acts chapter 2. That's when the church began and, and, and Peter began his, gave his first powerful speech at Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit, Jesus had told them to wait. Don't go. I've sent you. You were sent end of Matthew, end of Mark, end of Luke, end of John. You were sent many other times. But then Jesus said, wait. Don't go yet. Don't start, don't start the work I have given you until I give you the signal. Just hold on. There's a signal coming. And then when the signal came and the Holy Spirit landed. Are, are you here? It's like an exam. When they give you the, the paper, they say, oh, keep it face down. I don't know. Is that what they do still? Because I've never seen exam for a long time. Then they say, oh, you can turn it. First it stays down. Then you can turn it. Then you turn it. That's when fear comes. Then you look through the questionnaire, hoping for questions. Then you are looking at it. Even after turning, they have still not said, start work. So you can now see your, your assignments. You can see the, 
the work ahead of you but they have still not said start work so you are still looking at it then they say start work then you start running so Jesus said build a church build a church go out save souls humanity is increasing I know human beings they will be born in a lot yeah from Ghana 7 million to 17 million to 24 million I hear 33 million in a few years time they are burning a lot so save souls then he says okay get ready when I go I'll send a couple of times get ready I'm going to give you the equipment for the, the work of planting churches do you remember what our daddy said at the Hamatan about um, the, the great commission go and teach them but before you can teach you must gather them so church planting is necessary for the fulfillment of the great commission if there's no church there can be no teaching no gathering of the great commission so go and teach them and he said get ready go get ready then wait he's coming and then on a certain day he came Acts chapter 2 he came that was the signal start work start work and what was the results of the first church verse 41 then they that gladly received this word were baptized and the same day were added unto them three thousand souls the public church the public church three thousand souls then the bible says uh, in the in the mouth of two or three witnesses is the matter established so just to make sure that you don't make a mistake it takes us to acts chapter four and there we have it again verse four Many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of them was about 5,000. 5,000. Hallelujah. That's the church gone public. That's the church gone public. This is, you know, this is, this is what the first figures given us of a church thousands Papa, do you know what has happened to us we have taken our underwear and our singlets that you were wearing in the bedroom the puto you were wearing and the singlet you were wearing we have taken it and we have gone outside our homes public and we have dressed our private equipment, private attire, private dressings. We have taken it. And the church, private church, as it, the, the small church that is just the beginnings, the beginnings of the church, in starting in a home, that has become the norm. It has become our private, our, our public attire. And that is why so many churches 
our home says home church sized so many churches yeah and and there are people who have not considered have not considered their church should be thousands have not considered i mean they, it has not it is not how they think it is not that oh i'm trying to move my church forward no 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 they are very happy they have gone to town when they are brazier and they are slip they have gone to town they forgot to wear their wig and they are walking with their hair like that they are, they're just moving and they have not understood that this is private things it's a size it's like acceptable it's a size it would be wrong to cancel every church. No, 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 no. A church must begin from somewhere. It's a size. But too many of them have just gone out in their pants. I mean, we have just finished and accepted that, oh. When, when we are, I think I was, I was looking at... Um, A, a, a police case I mean uh, somebody was a young man was was arrested and and they were telling his his crime and he said indecent dressing you know and, and you know in America they have laws for everything and they said his indecent dressing was because they could see his the, the cleft of his buttocks they could see the, the, the two cheeks. Yeah. And that made it indecent. If that one is covered, they, they, they cannot fault you. You understand? Yeah. And, and they were talking also about uh, uh, ladies dressing. And they said, look, you can show the breast as much as you like, but not the nipples. Once the nipples are not seen, no policeman can catch you. If I mean, if you can, you can show here, 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 here. I mean, yeah, you can, you can show. It, it is, it is. Yeah, there are levels. You can show from here, 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 here. Yeah. Once you are above a certain line, it's not a crime. So it's, 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 it's private. But there's a line before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Before it becomes a criminal, a criminal offense. So, small churches is not, is not a bad problem. But when you have taken it public, and it is now how you are dressing all the time, and it's not changing, then it's becoming a problem. And, and many of us have, have not considered that your church is small. Or, or, or we have accepted. We have accepted that this is, this is the, the small church that we have. That's not the plan. That's, that's not the plan. And, and this morning, this, this evening, you see that, oh, I'm not a pastor of a church, so I'm exempted. No, 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 no. Choir should not be five. The ashes should not be three. 
Every, I, I told you, every activity has a number attached with it. So in, in a big, that is why the, the first love choir is 1,500, 1,200. That's the choir of somebody's church. I said, that's the choir of somebody's church. It's not, ask him, your church. Your church. Somebody's church is thousand. Amen. Every, every part, everything has a number linked with it. And when those numbers are set aside, then we settle for, for something else. Our churches, too many of our churches, our church bodies, our church organs, our saunters, choirs, too many of those things, they are too small. They are too small. And too many, too often, too frequently, pastors have not been burdened, have not been burdened to rise and grow and change that thing. And how do I know? Because I'm also trying to grow my church. I'm also trying to reach the thousand barrier. That's, that's also, that is my, pers- are, are you here? That is my personal fight. That is my personal occupation that I'm pushing my church into the thousands just to fulfill that scripture that the church should be thousands, not hundreds. Not tens, thousands. And I know how it, it bubbles and it burns in my head. And I know how it's always causing me to think. And I know how I lie awake at night. And, I, and I'm, every Sunday, when I'm, when I'm getting the figures, every Sunday, I get the results of my church attendance. And every time, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, 2.33, I'm waiting. Then my phone is just nearby. I hear, baby. Judgment day. Judgment day. Then I take my phone, then I look at it. And I say, ah, tomorrow, next week it will come. Next week it will come. Then I, and, and you see, once, are, are you here? Once in a while, it is not good at all. Then something jiggers inside. It must go somewhere. Then you begin to find your people and stay up meetings and, and, and pass because it is not as I want it. Is there, I mean, when, when you see, you, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. This, how many have written an exam and the results that came was not what you were expecting. You were, I mean, as you wrote the thing, you said, Charlie, wait, yeah. I'm getting 85%, uh, 79%, 92%. And then when the thing comes, 45%, 43%. And a certain disappointment comes. I mean, when they are not, you see, maybe it's an interim assessment. It's not end of semester, end of term. So it's like, oh, it's not good. But next week, I'll do it better. Next week, I'll do it better. No, I, I, I know that many times I think that, oh, 
today was not good next week we'll press harder and try harder and and do something and it's always bubbling in my head and you know something my my brother bishop hajj we are always talking always i've not met him and sat down with him that we are lamenting our church is too small always oh always anywhere we meet in the bus a crowd any in fact any telephone conversation we talk even after five minutes then i ask you so how was sunday then, oh then we start again and then ask what are you doing what are you trying yeah. <laughs> see where we are coming from we, we, I mean every time we meet we talk about it recently Press Love had a Solid Sunday <laughs> service and when I, I got home then I asked how was it and Sister Joy she told me they were 2,091. <laughs> How many have ever had about three thoughts at the same time? Three, I mean, the brain is one. But three thoughts at the same time. I said, wow. 2000, they did it. They did it because they were trying. I, I, I saw the steps leading to this program. They did it. Wow, 2000. And I said, they did it. <laughs> I said, what about me? <laughs> me and my brother? <laughs> Nassim, <laughs> what about us? Then I said, thank you. And I said that. No, it's possible. All those thoughts came at my head at once. It's possible. If you do certain things and do them well, and you press certain buttons, and you fight certain fights, and you press certain people, you beat a few, kill a few, you will get the thousands. I said, You will get the thousands. I said, You will get the thousands. And I was like, wow, it's possible. It's possible. I said, it's possible. Then I, I thought of my, my brother. I said, we have to discuss this thing. You know, but do you, know what I'm, do you know where I'm coming to? It is always, it is always, we are always talking about our churches. Every time, discussing something, my bus center didn't come, the center didn't gather, the people came, the buses came empty. We are, we are discussing various things. That is why I know my church. Just watch me. Pastor, just watch me. Oh, we are, we are getting there soon. Oh. If you are clapping, clap well. Yeah. No. 
But sit down. Sit down, sit down. But this is my problem. You, your church is 40, 50, 60. You don't talk about it. Your churches 50. It doesn't consume you. It is not something always bubbling in your heart. Your church is a home, a home-sized church in the public place. And you, it doesn't, it's not worrying you. It's not, it's not bubbling. It's not disturbing you. Some of you are too comfortable. You are too comfortable in your church. You are, you are, your church is small and you are just happy. You come and meet 20 people, 30 people, 50 people and you are, you are, you are not disturbed. You are not, it doesn't, nothing fires up inside you. Oh no. Oh no. I, I don't know whether... You are the kind of person who, when you wear miniskirt, you don't feel um, exposed. You don't feel uh, one of the, your girl who is walking, showing everything, and you don't feel anything. I don't know. Fifty, and you can eat. No, I, I remember one one Sunday when I came to church, and they gave me the figure. I didn't feel like eating again. No, I mean, I, that day was a massive drop in my attendance. And when they brought their figure and, and I looked at it, I, 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 I lost, I mean, I didn't feel like, what is food? I, I think I was even drinking something at that time and then the tea just changed taste and just became flat because of, of what I had seen. But how come you? You see, this, 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 this conference, this morality conference, our ultimate aim is church growth. That's our ultimate aim. No, no, we're not becoming good leaders to be good leaders. We're not becoming loyal to be loyal. No, all these things are to an end. That we have big churches, big choirs, big gatherings, plenty prayer, mega churches. That's the aim. And every person who is here, you are a part of one organ or one body within a church. That body, that part must also grow and become a big thing. A, a, a church cannot grow and the choir remains small. A church cannot grow and there are still a few ashes. A church cannot grow and still there are aquaba. There are only 30 of, uh, 13 or 14. No. Every part of the church must grow. Every part of the body must grow. You can't grow in your body and your heart remains small. You are growing in your insides and then your liver, your parts are undeveloped. No, you, you will not do well. Are you here? So, how come you are not disturbed? One of my, one of my most unhappy moments is when I'm talking to Basenta leaders who, when you ask them, how many did you bus this, this Sunday? Oh! 
11, 12, 13. And it's the same figure or even a bit less than the previous week. And there's no, there's no feeling, there's no sadness, there's no depression, there's no down, downness, is it a word? Downness about you. They're, they're okay. They're okay with their figure that, that they've just given us. And I'm just thinking, are you not disturbed? I am. I am. I'm looking every, and I'm so happy with what Bishop Ogo preached about of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. Of the, as nine, of the increase of his church, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his choirs, of his, of his groups, his centers, there shall be no end. And how come yours is not increasing? Has not increased. And you have peace. No, 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 no. One, one of the, one of the keys I believe to to grow in our church it's in this book it's in this book this book is our aim this book is our aim and, and one of the keys is in the beginning of the book Burning vision. Burning vision. Pressing need. A strong desire that will drive you and make you go somewhere. Bishop says a burning vision drove him to Korea. A burning vision is the engine that will drive you to do things. How, how, how come we are so many of us, there's nothing there's nothing burning inside us. There's nothing burning inside us. It's so content, so, so satisfied, so settled with, with what we have. And, and somebody told me something. He said, because when many pastors, your church can come to the point where it can just pay your bills, then they are satisfied. Once you are in a church and you can avoid the disgrace of not of not being in debt. They are satisfied. But I, I, I wonder, because many churches, how much money do you have? How much income? If that is the criteria, how much do you have? You cannot be so happy, so poor. No, you cannot be. You have so little. You don't have, I mean, you don't have anything. And yes, there's no driving force. There's nothing staring you, pushing you forward. There's no engine bubbling inside you. No. No. Something should be burning inside you. Something should be burning inside you. Maybe that's why some men are in no hurry to marry. Nothing is burning. Do you know why? 
he quenched it regularly. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Look. Look. I cannot. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm some way. I cannot imagine myself going weeks with no sex. I cannot. Something will do me. <laughs> Something will do me. I, I, I cannot imagine that I am there. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, no sex. All the sperms are still there. No, 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 no. I cannot imagine. No. I, I, I mean, and so, and here you are, you are 25, 26, 27. Hey! No. I cannot imagine that you are, you are comfortable. You are comfortable. You are okay. You are relaxed. There's no fire burning inside you. Hey! No. I, I, I mean, I'm a, no, 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 no. My wife cannot travel and arrive, and that night there's no sex. No, no, no. That night. Because you have been gone for some days. What was I doing those days? What was I doing during those days? Was I watching the war, the ceiling? No. No, 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 no. It is only when the fire has been quenched that there can be no desire for, for, for anything. That's all. It's only when there is nothing burning inside you that you are, you are just satisfied to be walking around. And, and, and you see, those who say, oh, I, I found a beloved. When will you marry? Next year. Next year! Hey! Those who haven't seen... They, are, they, are, they have no choice. They have to force and just hold themselves somehow. Those they have to just do things somehow. Somehow. They must just manage somehow. But you, you can see a way out. I mean, you can see a way out that there's somebody who I can very soon be quenching my fires on that person. But you are, you are saying next year. You are saying Oh, d- December. Oh, I mean, okay, I mean, well, we'll start counseling in June. We'll start counseling in June. I want to start counseling today and marry tomorrow. But where there's no fire, there's nothing burning inside you, then you just walk around and there's just no, no, no desire. Ask somebody, how, how can you live without a... I mean, how? How? Now, you know, some questions these days, I don't ask them because I know the answer already. And I, I mean, I don't, ask, I don't ask some questions. The answers are, you don't ask, ask somebody, are you a virgin? Just say, don't ask those questions. Don't, don't ask, don't ask. You'll like it. You'll like the answer. The answer that will come, it will be a discussion, not an answer. They'll be explaining why the answer is what it is. To make you go forward, there must be something burning inside us. So, 
something must be driving you. Something must be there. Unrelenting fire is not going down. Is not going down. That's why, you see, when Moses was walking in the bush, and the, if, you are, if you are in Kumasi, all you see is forest. You know, you don't see savannah where there are bushes, real bushes. Here we see trees. The bushes in our forest are very small because the trees don't let sun reach down. So then all the bushes down there are virtually gone. But when you come to the savannah, you see bushes that everywhere. I mean, all around, everywhere, bushes. Every one, two, three, one step, bush, bush on every side. And God knew that there are many bushes all around. So to draw Moses' attention, he said, one bush should be burning. Should be burning. And when that bush burns, as that bush is burning, it will cause a reaction in Moses' heart that let me turn aside and see this wonderful thing. Too many of us, nothing is burning. Nothing. Too many pastors, nothing is burning. Too many, I mean, you're, you're walking around, nothing driving you. Many years ago, I, I, I came to a, a mind that if my son tells me I have seen the girl I want to marry, I don't care whether he's in school or not. If he wants to marry, I will pay. So that, so that no fire will burn him out of control. If you know, as soon as soon as he has said, I have identified the one I want to marry, I have, I have money ready. And those fathers, you say, you say, oh, when, when I marry her, then I cannot pay her fees, I will pay her fees. When I marry, I cannot pay rent, I will pay the rent. When I'm in school, I'm in school, I can't afford, I will pay, I will pay. You just finish school, only no pregnancy, that's all finish school and come out once there's a fire burning once there's a fire burning nothing, a burning fire nothing can control it it would, that's why myself and Bishop had, we are always forcing always thinking and that's why we are drawing near to you know, I, I have seen, I have seen how to, to, to grow churches, I've seen a pattern I've seen a formula I'm understanding it better and better. There's a pattern right before us. What our father is doing. I've seen it. So we are now at, at aligning ourselves to that pattern that the first love church is doing. We are now aligning ourselves to understand it and to follow it. Yesterday, Bishop Ogo said something. PVCI is dead. Oh, yeah. It's dead. Oh, it's dead. Me, I, I, I know he's dead. He's dead. Hey, ask anybody. Is he dead? He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, if you, we had a funeral. He's gone. Yeah. A fire. Look. 
growth. Many of us, your poverty is your fault. Your poverty. Your poverty is your fault. Because the same way we assume that every pastor wants to grow his church is the same way we assume that every man is fighting to escape poverty. It's not true. There are some men, they are very comfortable. They are very comfortable in the little. They have become experts at managing on little. Experts. They know how to go two days on ten cities. They have learned how to manage themselves. Wear one shoe. Long time. Wash and wear the shirt. They have learned how to be able to eat food and drink water. They have learned how... You see, they have not been able to drive themselves. Drive themselves to get uh, an income. How, how come you, are, you don't have money and you have no job? How come you have no money and you have no job? How? How can you be hungry and there's food? And you wait. As for work, there's work. No, no, there's work. There's money to be earned. Look, there's, there's, if you are looking for income earning activities, many of them, just that, many, they know fine. Many are not high class. Many have no tie or uniform. Many have no proper title of any respect. But if you are looking for money, to earn money, survival by all means, oh, there are many ways. You can go and drive, uh, what's, Pradya, can take Aboboya, you can be the mate, you can go and sell, you can go to Kedetia, you can, there's, no, you know, there, there's, there's, you, there's no way that you can have nothing to do. But there's no burning station in us. There's no engine. Hallelujah. May your mind change. May your mind change. Amen. That's why I, I told you, whatever you have, that figure, that figure is, 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 is a hope church. Thousands Thousands. If you are doing church, do it well. If you are doing church, do it well. It should be thousands. That is why those who are below thousand, we are so unhappy. We are struggling to cross into the thousands. Not just thousands, thousands. Struggling to cross that line. If you are doing church, do it well. Let there be a vision from tonight that. My church will be thousands. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Thousands. Let there be a vision this evening. From today, from today, be dissatisfied with what you have. From today, be unhappy 
with whatever number you are carrying as your total. From today, whenever they ask you to name your, give your figure, be embarrassed. I have to tell you, I'm embarrassed at my, 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 my figures. I'm embarrassed. I'm, I am. I'm embarrassed that, I, I, I mean, I don't have thousands. We, we talk about it. We talk about it, then we plan. But how come you are not embarrassed at your figures? How come you feel that, oh, my 100, my 80 is acceptable? That's why there's no force driving you. Maybe it's because you never knew that you were undersized, underaged. Maybe because nobody ever told you that a church, a church, a church should be thousands. If you are doing church, do it well. Tell somebody, if you are doing church, do it well. And, and not that the thousands are for some people. No. All of us can reach it. All of us can reach it. A fire fire must burn inside you. A fire. A fire must burn. Something must drive you inside to have no peace. No peace. And, and something must drive you to find another who is like you. Sometimes those you talk to are also not burning. And when you ask him, are, are you getting married? He said, oh, when I'm 40, I have to buy my car and finish my house. So when I'm 40, then I'll marry. I'm not 40 yet. And no, you know, I asked somebody, are you married? So oh, I'm not 40 yet. That was the answer. Are you married? I'm not 40 yet. No, if, if this guy is your friend, and you are 32. Oh, I have more years. I have more time. I mean, I'm young. I'm young. I remember the guy. I remember him now. He told me I'm young. I'm young. I'm not 40 yet. Tonight, a fire must bear a vision Proverbs 29 for lack of a vision for lack of a vision people perish where there is no vision where we, that, you see if you, if you have no vision the church is perishing that's why people can walk away from their church. It's so small. It's walk awayable. When your church is 20, 30, 40 and there's any shaking, oh, you can walk away. When your car is very old and it breaks down by the roadside, you can walk away. There's nothing to steal. 
No sound system, no nothing. There was a certain guy, his room, he didn't lock the door. As we were going, he just banged the door. We were all going, hey, lock your door so there's nothing. I mean, no, there, there's something. I mean, oh, there's nothing. No sound system, no TV. What about the glass? Oh, no, nobody steals glasses. No one steals plates. No one steals fork and knife. There's nothing to steal. When there's not much of value, then you can walk away. You see, so all this disloyalty that comes up, people walking away from their churches, it also stems from the fact that there's nothing. There's nothing valuable nothing that nothing i mean your, your your car breaks down oh you can you can go i'll come back and pick it up tomorrow it, it will be here nobody will take it even the tires crowd nobody likes the tires they are one sakura tires nobody will take it are you here tonight a, a fire must start within us fire. A fire must start within us. A, be- a vision. A vision must burn. When that vision burns, oh, what did Paul say? Because I believe, I speak. Because I believe, I speak. Because I know that I have something ahead of me, I will speak and I will talk about it. That's why I'll find another man who believes as I do. Who feels, has the same burning, the, the deep cause onto deep. The same burning sensation. When I say it hurts, you will say yeah. When I say it's difficult, you will say yeah, he understands. But when he tells somebody, why wouldn't you marry? Say, oh, I'm, I'm trying to buy a sofa. <laughs> buy a sofa. Sofa can quench a fire. Tell somebody you don't understand. Don't understand. When no, am I the only husband who cannot wait? No, because I'm, I'm the only one who I'm not the only husband that that a fire burns and sometimes when she's asking how are you, I say I'm fine, but I'm not fine. I'm not fine. I'm waiting. You know, I always ask you, when, when, when are you leaving? So I can do my calculations. <laughs> Mental calculations as to when to expect. And then sometimes I'm, I'm in the office when she has arrived. And I have one prayer don't sleep before, before I get to. A fire. No, you see, unless, unless, there's, no, unless there's no fire. That, that's the only fire I think that you understand easily. Yeah. But this evening, I mean the fire of a church. The fire of a church. I, I cannot handle a small church. No, no, no. I cannot. I mean, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with a small church. I mean, there's a, there's a place. There's a place. Don't, don't be mistaken. There's a place for the small church. It's in the house. It's in the house. There's a place. But now we are going public. It's a, a fire. That's the only engine. That's the only, that's the only thing that drives you. 
But tonight, we, we, we can talk about it. I mean, the book tells you what the fire does. It drives you. burning fire that is within us. It is the invisible engine of church growth. It is that thing which will make you go to it will cause you to go for conferences. It will cause you to pray. You know, many, many times I get home late. But I can't, I can't sleep. I'm, I'm very worried. Recently, I read that those who don't sleep six hours, they will die early. <laughs> I said, hey, I better sleep six hours. I better sleep six hours. Those who sleep too little sleep. They say a man needs eight hours sleep. I said, what? A man needs eight hours sleep. I said, how? It's not fair. They don't know me. There's no way I can find. So sometimes I try. I try to sleep. And I'll lie down around 12 to sleep. And 4 o'clock I'm awake again. Hey! I said, am I dying? <laughs> but as I wake up at 4, then I'm, you see, I don't, when I wake up at 4, now I'm thinking again, hey! What is happening? What is happening? Look, how I've prayed. I said, Lord, these, from Tuesday to Friday, I said, Lord, it should not rain. I told God, hey! God, rain. No. No rain. I said, no rain. I wake up and I say, no rain. It can rain in the night. And it rain in night. But no rain. I said, this meeting is not, a, it's not a, a, a Tuesday evening where it can rain during the day. Then the evening, we have service. No, no, no. I said, Lord, no rain. I have a whole day meeting from morning till evening. No rain. Oh, I beg you, God. No rain. Hey! Pray. No, it will, it will drive you. Why are you clapping? <laughs> oh, God answered. Oh, they clap, clap well. God answered the prayer. God, God has been faithful to us. Yeah. He answered the prayer. No rain. It will drive you to pray. It, you, you wake up. Huh. How many guests wake up at night? You just wake up. Shabakataya. I mean, how many have, have gone to sleep late and you just wake up? Ha. Shabakatindere. Just wake up. But you don't pray. But you don't pray. You just wake up. Thinking of how to sleep again, how to continue the journey. Some wake up, then they watch a film. Oh, it's true. Yeah, they wake up. They, oh, I'm awake. By the way, they're, they're, uh, season three, I didn't finish. Episode four. Let me watch one episode, five. I have 40 minutes. I watch one episode, then I continue. They don't sleep. It will drive you to pray. It will make you seek wisdom. And strategies. 
that's why I've gone to draw Bishop Ugo to come and talk to be a part of this conference because he has he has he has grown his church many bishops have grown their churches oh yeah i mean there's been a there's been a a, a, a spate a, a, some outbreak of growth in our churches the cathedrals they are growing there are thousands now we have many churches in the thousands yeah so many people are growing their churches and i said i want somebody who is growing his church also in a certain way so i'm seeking out a person i'm se- there are others close up i said no i want somebody i'm seeking out strategies and wisdom on how to grow my church uh, it's it's you need you need humility you need humility to to seek it out and and he was laughing at us this afternoon that i was a lecturer <laughs> when he was in school we're, we're in school together I, I'm, I'm ahead of him yeah i'm ahead of him in school but when it comes to church growth oh i have to humble myself i have to humble myself and 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 he and he, he calls me big brother oh yeah he calls me big brother but I have to humble myself because so-called little brother is greater in this than I am. So-called little brother. He says big brother. He's greater in this. So I must go to him. I must go to him. This afternoon, as he was going, we were walking, he was holding his coat and he was holding his, his drink and was pulling his bag. Then I took his bag. They said, he can't give it to me. I said, why? I said, bring it. Why can't you give it to me? Bring it. I can carry it. It's not a problem at all. I, I mean, he said, oh no, senior. Oh no. I said, oh, oh yes. Chairman, oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, bring it. Bring it. I can I, No, it's not... It's not, no, is it? I'm showing you what the Bentley vision will do. You, it will not, I mean, tell somebody how you are big. No. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm I'm not preaching. No, no, I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. No, I'm just reading a scripture, reading a book. I'm not preaching at all. That it, 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 you need humility. Humility to humble yourself. And, and find and somebody has what you need sometimes he's somebody I mean one thing he said maybe you don't like the person and, and God has ways of testing our humility oh yeah I remember many years ago I was in lower six I remember lower six I was walking in Accra at the overhead in those days the only overhead i was walking at the overhead then i was praying and i told god lord am i humble i said lord i think i'm humble am i humble i said lord i, I think i am and as i was walking discussing with god about my humility 
There was a man ahead of me in a wheelchair. A cripple in a wheelchair going up the hill. Then I, I had to go and push him. Go and push the cripple in a wheelchair up the hill. I said, oh. I said, okay. I don't know him. So I, I, I went to him. Then he was pushing up the hill. I came from behind and said, oh, let me help you. Then I began pushing him. He, he was looking to see, hey, who is this pushing me? He said, hey, what do you want? I said, oh, no, I want to help you up the hill. He said, oh, I, I mean, he didn't believe I was helping him. I said, no, I want to help you. So as I just pushed him, they were asking, so I don't have money. I said, nobody, nobody will push him up a hill free. I said, oh, no, I'm just pushing you. So as we're pushing, then we're, we're talking. You know, you can't be in town. You don't see any friend. Nobody, no friend will see you. Then you can be in town and you see your friends. That day, that day, all my friends with car, they drove. Every friend that I know who has a car, they drove past and they wave. Patrick, they wave. as I was pushing, and I said, Lord, the Lord is asking, are you humble? Are you humble? Does it worry you? That's annoying. They said they'll push. <laughs> then push. You see, that you will need. No, I'm talking of a burning vision. You will need to. So, you see, maybe the reason why your church is not growing, you can't humble yourself. You need that to humble yourself and, and come. And you need to read and reread and reread certain things. To read something is, is, is nice. To reread is to, is to, is to, to reread is to accept that I don't know what it is. To, to read, to read and read again and again and again is to say that I don't know what it is. And, and many of us, you say you know the book. You say you know the book. That's why we don't reread. Hallelujah. I see all these things that I've said. A burning vision is the only true source of staying power, stamina, and persistence. It's the only thing that will make you stay on course until you cross that boundary into thousands. That's why we don't, we never finish talking. Yeah, a burning vision. But that, the, the reason why I, I'm talking about this thing is that two times, two times, I, I am listening. Every time is more than one. Sit up and notice it. Two times, in the Bible, a fire has been lit around men. Two times. One, a burning bush. A bush was burning. 
that burning bush changed Moses, changed his direction, changed the course of his life, and removed him from a shepherd boy to the savior of the leader of Israel. The second time a fire was when disciples were together praying. Then a fire came down and settled on them. Both times God ignited. Are you here? Both times God ignited a fire. There were other times he has also sent fire. Elijah and the Elijah and the sacrifice he poured water God sent the fire tonight tonight one of the keys one of the great keys is to avoiding a small church is a fire inside us Shabbatia it's a fire a desire a desire burning burning to consume burning to make you have the, the, the power, the staying power the stamina, the ability to read and reread, the humility to go and ask somebody even somebody younger than you the, the, the power to chase after it, it a burning burning vision a fire must start in, in your heart in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus too many of us are not disturbed too many of us we are walking around with our ordinary, our private clothes in public it's nothing nothing stirring your heart nothing burning inside you but starting from here a fire may a fire start said may a fire starts men cannot do this thing if I could start a fire I would just get matches and a lighter and start start fires but I don't know what to burn and I'm sure if I do I'll go to prison for arson but what I'm looking for this evening among us here in this conference is a fire will start in your hearts the fire will begin to burn and drive you you will not be satisfied with a small church you will not be satisfied you will not come to a conference and go the same you will not come here and not read a book and reread and reread and reread the book you will not be too proud to go to humble yourself and go and ask, find somebody who will help you, lead you, and guide you to grow your church. Lift your hand. Huh. It's not everybody who wants it. It's not everybody who strongly desires it. It's not everybody who is sitting here and has a, 
a thought how to grow a big church. But there are some of us who want it. There are some of us here tonight, this evening, who want it, who want a big church. There are some of us who want our churches to grow, but somehow it's not growing. And we, are to, we have tried various things, but somehow those things have not worked out and translated into, into a, a, a persistent following and calling of those things. Tonight, may God ignite a fire. May God ignite a fire in somebody's hearts. May somebody be transformed this evening from a normal person to a driven person. May somebody be transformed from somebody who says, Oh, I can marry when I'm 40. Somebody who says, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Something is bubbling inside me. Something is burning inside me. I need this thing. I cannot handle any longer a small church. I cannot handle any longer a church that is not in their hundreds. Hundred. Below hundred. A church below hundred. No. I am dissatisfied. I am dissatisfied. My shame, my shame must be we are hundred. My shame must be that I couldn't cross two hundred tonight. Ask God to start a fire. Ask God. Without that fire, you can't do much. Without that fire, you can't even pray. You wake up at 4 a.m. and lie in bed and turn over and wait for sleep to come. Meanwhile, God has woken you up to pray. But you are going to lie down and wait for sleep to come. You are going to rather pick a film and watch a film until sleep comes. You are going to read a magazine until sleep comes. You are going to just get up and do something until sleep comes again. Meanwhile, God woke you up to pray, to pray, to pray. But because there's no burning vision inside you, there's nothing to pray about. There's no burning vision inside you. There's no, uh, nothing to travel about. No souls, no church, no percenters, no centers. There's nothing to cry about. There's nothing to lift your hand about. There's nothing to sorrow about. There's nothing to drive you to destruction about. But tonight, oh Lord, I need a fire. Rabakatindiri. <sighs> I need something to start inside me. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot any longer remain as I am. I cannot, I cannot continue as I am. I need something. I need something to start inside me. Shabakatayana. Lift your hand and begin to ask God, Lord, start a fire. Start a fire. How you burnt the bush, the fire consumed the bush. It started. It started by itself. How you brought down a fire from heaven to burn the offering and to even settle on the apostles. Let a fire be ignited. That thing that drives men, that drives men to have no rest. What drives our daddy to want 20?
Let it turn us around her. Let it turn us around her. Begin to pray this evening. As I begin to pray, just begin to cry, Lord. I need a fire. I need a fire. Bakate dere. Bakate dere. I need a fire to burn. It should burn. Something should burn in my hands, in my heart, in my feet. It should burn. It should burn. Rabba katendere. Rabba sandada kiliande. Rabba katodoni. Tonight, you are asking God, let it burn. I need that fire. Without it, without it, without it, there is nothing that I can do. Without it, there is nothing that I can do. Without it, there is nothing that I can do. Riba seketea, yama shakataya, rebele belebea, rikatabaya, masukataya, riba seketea, rikamashataya. Listen. Listen. It takes that fire burning inside you to make you do whatever. Even an usher who doesn't have a fire burning in him will come and will come and lean against the column. An usher with no fire will come and stand against the door chewing gum. Watching things happen. A singer without a fire will sing a song has no passion evangelism without a fire you will come back empty whatever you do whatever you do in this house for God a fire must drive you otherwise it becomes an offering unacceptable it becomes cold, soaked in water, carcass. That God will pass over. But when the fire ignites it, then it becomes a sweet smelling aroma that God smells. Whatever you do in the house of God, may a fire be ignited tonight. Whatever you do, assisting, oh, may you be driven to be standing there when your senior pastor is going home. Secretary, may you type and finish tonight what they're expecting on Wednesday. Whatever it is that you do in this house, let your fire drive you and cause you to run 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 with strength run with strength run this race despising every shape every every obstacle every suffering that will come but this fire there's no man no man no man can ignite it God must do it. Shataya. God must do it. Reba ketende de. 
Rebosundo kaseka taya. Reba katende de rebende de. Rabosundo kaketa yande. Reba yande de sakata yande. They say that they say that when there's a lightning storm. Last night there was lightning. When there's a lightning storm and the atmosphere is charged, you must coil down and make yourself small. Because any extension of your hand or any extension of your body will draw lightning to strike you avoid tall trees avoid poles just try and find a place and lie down flat or make yourself small anytime you're in a charged atmosphere then the lightning will pass over you and not strike you but tonight i want god to strike me I want God to strike me. I want the fire to strike me. I want something to ignite me. Let the fire come down from heaven and strike my palm and come all the way down. I need a fire to be ignited in me. I need something to start the fire burning in me. That is why I've come here tonight. That is why we are here at this conference tonight. That God will hit us, God will burn us. And let the fire begin to start burning out. Whether you are a singer, you are an usher, you are a helper, you are a sweeper. Whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever it is that you do in this house, you want to lift and say, Lord, here I am. Strike me up. Strike me up. I'm reaching out. I'm bringing myself up. I'm bringing myself up. I need you, oh God, to start the fire in my hands, in my heart, in my head. The fire should burn now. The fire should burn tonight. It should burn tonight. It should burn now. Wherever you are, every pastor, every pastor, every pastor, tonight, let, let God, let God, let God, let God start something. Start something. It wasn't there before you came, but before you leave here, it shall be there. It wasn't there on your way here. It wasn't there last week. It wasn't there all this time. But from tonight, from tonight, may something be driving you. May something burn within you. May it burn within you. Tonight, you are asking God, ignite something, ignite the fire, let the lightning strike, let the supernatural switch come down, strike me, strike me, something supernatural, burn my heart, 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 repent in the key and that has suffered, 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 
the Lord. Whatever it is that you do in the house of the Lord, let a fire come down and burn it up. Let a fire come down and burn it. Let it take over. Smallness. Smallness. Smallness is ending tonight. Smallness. It's ending tonight. A little one. A little one. A little one will become a thousand, and a small one will become a nation. A little one tonight, every little one here tonight, every little one here, you will become a thousand. You will become a thousand. A thousand will be common. A thousand will be normal. A thousand will be ordinary. Reach one thousand, one thousand, one thousand. If you don't believe, don't come. It is not a man you are approaching. And when you offer strange fire, it has a way of backfiring. Bible says, when you come to the house of the Lord, don't be in a hurry to speak. Don't let God be angry with you that you have made a vow you cannot keep. Don't come and stand here and commit yourself to something now when God is coming to hold you accountable, you will say I was joking you say oh Lord I didn't mean it 
when God says you have bought yourself I'm doing 1000 this year and the year is ending and he's asking you how come I you say oh God you know it's not possible God you know that I came from 200 200 to 1000 one year God you know it's not possible so don't stand here and make a commitment and make a vow and make a decision and say something and God will hold you accountable God will look at you from high heaven and say you stupid man what are you doing standing here to make a vow that you know you cannot pay and that is why i'm giving you a chance to return gently and quietly to your seat because we are about to make ourselves tie ourselves and not ourselves and declare something to ourselves that this year is a thousand that shall back at it today Robokuta, not 700, not 700, not 500, not 500, not 500. Be careful, be careful. When you come to the house of the Lord, watch your words. Don't promise by heart. Don't promise by heart. If you are angry with another man, God can intervene and God can intercede. But if it is God Himself who is angry with you, who is there, who can be a mediator between man and God, if it is God Himself who has held you accountable, who is there, who can hold you down? Thousand this year, a thousand, one thousand sharp, be ke kato, one thousand. Bede de kiri ande rabanda 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 rebanda kiri baka sende de hey bakiri bokoyo 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 bakeka tayanda reba sande de reba satiriande I'm giving you a chance sir. I'm giving you a chance to go back to your seat I'm giving you one last chance sir, to step away to step away to step away from a certain trouble uh, you are asking for yourself um, i'm giving you one more chance uh, before you lay hands uh, on something sacred and god will strike you with a leprosy or with a disease uh, because you have made a vow you cannot keep many fetishes have killed people because they made vows they didn't keep many fetishes many shrines have taken lives because a father came and made a promise and went away and they didn't keep it do not you stand before the living God and make a pledge, a promise that you will not be able to keep. that can be ignited inside you that can bring about this changer a certain commitment a certain dedication a certain endurance a certain perseverance is the only thing that can enter you that can enter you and drive you and consume you until you reach the place where you are a thousander everyone in the room pray for these uh, everyone in the room lift your hand uh, and pray for us pray for us who are here 
pray for us who are here, who are standing in God's presence, who are lifting our hands and lifting our hands and making vows, making vows, a holy vow to a holy God, a holy vow to a holy God, a dangerous thing, a dangerous thing. I want everyone here to pray for us. Every witness that is abiding, that you are, that you are, can be driven by that fire, by that fire, to enter, to enter into the stage of a church, of a church in the thousands. Pray for us, pray for us. May God help us. May God help us. Rabbi Kiria Tayanda. Reba Sunday. Rebondo. Reba de de Katayanda. Reba Sunday. Reba de de Kikatoyudo. Reba Katayanda. Reba Katayanda. Reba de de Siri Bakataya. Reba Sunday. Shitoyodo. Shitoyodo. Reba Kiria May God help us. May God guide us. May God press us. Work through us. That thousands, tens of thousands, tens of thousands. Be best. Be best. Be best. I hear this place. If a man, if a man makes a pledge or a vow with the house, when he loses that pledge or vow, he and his house will pay for it. He and his house. When a man makes a pledge and stands to pledge something, if he wins it, he and his house will enjoy it. If he loses, he and his house will pay for it. Tonight, if you are here and your pastor is up here, come and stand behind your pastor. Because the pledge he's making binds you to the pledge that he's taking tonight, the promise that he's bringing before God Almighty, it binds you to. And if God is gonna judge him, you are going with him in the judgment. And if God is gonna elevate him, you are going with him in the elevation. Shabakataya, so keep us shateyande. Shate kusendi rebaki rebaki katasha rabo sondulu hibaki riade rabakate soko kake rabindi rabaki kate 
December cannot meet me the same. 31st December, it cannot. Whatever, whatever I must do, whatever I must do, I must pray, I must fast, I must read, I must reread, I must go, conference, meeting, retreat, whatever I do, whatever I must do. Kesa Katayanda, Rabo Sokote, Reba Katayande, Tumaitam, whatever, whatever, whatever I must do. I shall do it. Rebecca, Rebecca, tonight you've got to lift your voice. You've got to lift your voice. Because your house is a staker. Your future is a staker. You have just committed yourself with a vow to the God. A holy God. A holy God. Believe it, believe it, believe it, Rabandada, Rabokotoyodo, I am Nada, I am Nada, I am the Lord, I am the Lord, there's nothing I cannot do, there's nothing I cannot do, Rabana said it, Rabokotoyodo, Rabba said it, Rabokotoyodo, Rabokotoyodo, Rabokotoyodo,
I see something. I see something. I see something. I see a man bound by a vow. I see a man bound by a vow. So long, so long as he kept to his vow, God was faithful to strengthen him with supernatural power. Supernatural power. So long as he was faithful to God, God was able to strengthen him with supernatural strength. But when he broke his vows, when he broke his vow, the enemy took him and he became powerless like any man. What you are asking of God is nothing. Shabakati, Shatuko Saikai is nothing. It's nothing. What you stand here to cry and plead and petition God to give you is nothing. Shatekati. God says it's nothing. It's nothing. What you are asking is nothing. But if you walk in the ways of your father, 
if you that's why Jesus sat on the throne of his father if you walk in the way that's what if you that the, the throne is established on the throne of ancestors you walk in the way of those who have gone ahead of us if you walk in that way if you walk in that way of the father what you are asking is a small thing is a small thing but if you walk astray it shall consume you it shall consume you tonight all, all of you standing in front here the most important thing has has become that you walk in the way of your fathers you walk in the path that your fathers have walked you do the same things follow the the, the behavior of your fathers when you do that the throne shall be established it shall be established when you walk in that same pattern when you walk in a different you'll be taken by the enemy thank you the burning desire some things will dry up immediately out of your life some things they will dry up immediately out of your life but i see somebody going back to pick it again no don't do that don't do that i see somebody going back some things will dry up immediately out of your life but I see somebody going back to pick up something that is dead. And when you touch it, life comes because your hands are life-giving hands. No. Don't go back again. Don't go back again. Some things will change. Don't go back again. Because we are committing ourselves to run and build a house of God. One thousand. It shall be a small thing. It shall be a light thing. It shall be an easy thing. Amen. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Of the increase that you will see in your church, there shall be no end that word is for us that word no I hear despise not the day of small things I hear the beginnings be small the beginnings the starting the rise be small don't despise it if you despise it things you despise they go away from you though the beginnings be two three four people despise it 
shall not end it shall not end and the little things will be enough to start and a war that you will end with swords and spears it shall come to pass I see thousands it shall come to pass it shall come to pass I also saw much suffering I also saw much suffering I saw battered bodies I saw battered bodies much suffering but it shall come to pass you get there look all of you standing behind you are inside so you are inside so ask your pastor what have you done what have you done what trouble have you brought us into we could have stayed quietly what trouble have you brought us Mr. Pastorman, answer them. It is ordained for our glory. Yeah. It is ordained. It is ordained for our glory. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Yeah. It shall happen. God will take us there. God will take us there. It will not be easy. It will not be easy. Yeah. But it's ordained for our glory. Father, thank you so very 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 much for every touch on every heart that is placed tonight thank you for everyone you have drawn here out of our normal walk to this encounter with you let tonight mark a turning point in our lives you will never be the same again you will never be the same again let tonight mark okay listen when I said you will not be the same again is what we normally say but it's actually you'll be the same because you'll be unchanging you'll be unchanging and that is what Bishop Ogo said that to be loyal is to be unchanging so you'll not be the same again but you'll be the same forever Wait, 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 wait. I just heard something. 
a certain loyalty is about to be required of you a certain loyalty a certain steadfastness a certain unyielding and bowing and changing steadfastness is about to be required of you and that I hear I you know things like your quiet time your prayer it's, it's funny that's what I'm hearing quiet time and prayer steadfastness these little things okay because David used a little stone to start the battle these little things steadfastness in prayer in your quiet time in your basic Christianity a steadfastness in your in your reading these little things are going to be the key to the first step and at a later date the sword battle intensifies and you go on so steadfastness you were you were thinking that you have to do something to get to 1000 yeah you have to pay a price but god will do it you you will pay a price but god will do it it says that he will build his church he will guide you he will guide you. Just don't, don't, don't be too plan. Don't plan too hard. What am I going to do? Don't think too hard. Just open your ears. God will guide you. Somebody your feet. Somebody your hands. Two people your words. It's gonna, it's gonna guide you. Fire will consume different parts of you, and and those those parts are where will lead you to the keys to 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 your your your, your desired destination, but. He will do it. He will do it. It shall happen. This year. This year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Hallelujah.